1: It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740
2: the game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I 4 in the house Holly G, along with. The best caddy on the planet, Rich B. How about that? Playing a little golf up at the ocean course at Hammock Beach. I was there on Thursday. You were teeing it up yesterday.
3: Ocean Hammock. Beautiful. Beautiful piece of real estate. You know, and uh, for Oceanside Golf, uh, that's pretty good right there. That's as good as it gets. um, You know, what a treat that was playing up there.
2: And now. Rich B., you know.
3: We're giving stuff away. We're giving
2: stuff away to that beautiful Hammock Beach Resort.
3: Oceanside.
2: Oceanside. We've got our FedEx Cup stay-and-play package giveaway. This is a good one. Two nights accommodation, Ocean View Suite, round of golf for two on the newly renovated conservatory course all Courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort, and if you haven't been up there in a while, the golf course is in just fantastic shape. Uh, They've opened the new, reopened the conservatory, so it's in perfect shape. So much golf you can play up there, and of course, uh, you can dine in uh, the Atlantic Sea View Room overlooking the ocean. It's beautiful. Really, really fun spot up there. How do you win it? You win it by going to the Golf Insiders thegolfinsiders.com. Click on events and all the information's right there. We're going to be announcing the winner live next week on the show, September 25th. So better sign up. Tell your friends. Could be a great gift for uh, that favorite golfer in your life.
3: You can't win if you're not in.
2: Got to sign up. This is big. $650 package.
3: I will tell you two nights up there you know what it, it's like a resort spa this place is so beautiful uh and uh what was it like an hour and 50 45 minutes uh from like uh the Disney area so uh you know it's a, it's a decent day trip uh in you know it's beautiful Florida uh undeveloped you know uh uh of Beach land. absolutely yeah.
2: gorgeous uh very little development up there we were talking it kind of reminds us of some of the uh some of the outskirts of Cape Cod, you've got those beautiful dunes and and just the beach goes for miles up yeah, there. Yeah, there's
3: not much on the beach. There's uh there's no uh, real development, which is kind of neat. But uh Holly, how about Zach Johnson in the uh, in the wind column uh, this week? Go
2: Zach. Boy, uh it's been a September for for him so far, uh making that key putt to make it onto the President's Cup team and now, playing I'm his
3: way on the president. Playing
2: his way on, which, you know, is true to Zach's form. Just, you know, he's a grinder. I mean, he just, you know, has just been in there um, uh, week after week the last couple of months. And uh, no surprise that he comes up on top and puts himself in pretty good position now at number four in the standings coming into our final here at the Tour Championship this weekend. Lot going on, Rich B.
3: This weekend, East Lake Golf Club, Atlanta, Georgia. Beautiful time of the year. Beautiful golf course, and it's uh, hosted by Pepsi or uh, Whoop. Pepsi, yeah. dude. <laughs> Coca Cola, yeah. Atlanta is Coca Cola Big money, top.
2: ten million dollars. I uh, I can't even uh, count uh, that uh, in Monopoly money, Rich B. You know
3: what? Uh, Four hundred million for the mega lottery ball or whatever. lot, you know. Hey, there's a lot of money floating around here. Uh, well, I just want a little piece of it. So of little. course,
2: you know those that play that put themselves in the position of the top five have the best chances. If they win, they got the cup. Tiger Woods, Henrik Stenson, Adam Scott, Zach Johnson, and Matt Kuchar uh, all sitting right there in the in the top with uh, Steve Stricker now um, just outside the bubble. There, Stricker, I was just saying a shot earlier could uh, really throw this thing upside down if he ends up winning. The Tour Championship, having not had a win all year,
3: and there is the quite the equation. I mean, everybody else has got to finish back down the uh, ladder a little bit, and it's uh, it's like the same kind of thing as the NASCAR's uh, playoff system, you know. Uh, and now the uh, the slide rule and the uh, <laughs> the yeah, calculator. Comes I know. Up we, we gotta we gotta for, take our shoes off and yeah.
2: uh, start trying to figure out how to how to calculate all these scenarios, but. Um, they do lay it out pretty well on pgatour.com. You can click on FedEx Cup scenarios and read it all and try to figure it out. Maybe uh, it's a good way to fall asleep
3: you know, tonight. Hey, the way to win this thing is just you got to go down there and win. Eastlake Golf Club is a great challenging course, and uh, the Tour Championship ends up there every year. Awesome, uh, awesome thing.
2: Well, uh, Jim Furick, let's not forget his 59 at Conway Farms. What an amazing round! Furick hit all 14 fairways and 17 of 18 greens. Rich B, and he overcame a birdie, a bogey. Excuse me, the first player to shoot 59 with one little blemish on the scorecard. That's amazing.
3: Yeah, that's like in the zone for uh, four hours plus. You know, I've been in the zone for uh, two hours.
2: You sure? <laughs> I can barely keep you in the zone for an hour on this show. I don't
3: think so. I swear it was two hours. And, uh, you know, it's just so hard to stay there. And once you, you start counting, you know, wow, I'm, you know, I'm six under, I'm seven under, whoa, things start to fall apart real fast. It's hard to stay in the moment. It's hard, hard to stay in the zone. But he he looked, you know, man, he just made everything. Everything he had, you know, putted went in.
2: Yeah. And given you know, sort of I'm sure some disappointment in not being selected for the President's Cup. Um, you know, a few close calls again for Jim. He's, you know, sort of been wearing it wearing it on the sleeve a little bit. Uh I think this was um uh, I think this felt good.
3: I'm sure it did, you know, uh, you know, especially after his performance in the Ryder Cup, Holly, uh last year. It wasn't that good. Uh he could have done a little better. But uh, you know, he is a great competitor and uh you know, uh, he'll be grinding there at uh, the Tour Championship at Eastlake uh, Golf Club.
2: He certainly will. And, um, you know, a lot of conversation coming up. We're going to have a great show tonight. But, of course, um, you know, once again, the rules coming into play and, the you know, sideline quarterbacks calling in this whole situation oh, wow. with Tiger and the oscillating golf ball. What do you think, Rich B.?
3: I can't believe you're going to throw Tiger under the bus for an oscillating golf ball. You're not going to I'm not
2: throwing him under the bus. (laughs) Heck no. I think we need to uh, cut this off. I mean, what other sport has, uh, you know, people calling in and calling the rules? Oh, boy. But uh, we'll have more on that topic in a few minutes. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We are coming down to the wire, the season final finale tour championship at Eastlake this week, and we got a lot of golf to talk about. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this.
1: I really hate to lose.
2: We're back. The Gulf Insiders taking you home on the Fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. And uh, Rich, I'm proudly wearing my Bills hat today in studio. Oh, Thank boy. you very much.
3: Thank goodness they finally won a game. Oh, my. Woo!
2: I think uh, Rich, is, Rich Walsh is probably going to cut us off now. Yes! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, had to do it. I'm surrounded by Patriots fans. It's just not fair in here. What's a woman to do? Rich believe, pick believe. believe, believe. Hey, I got to give a shout out to uh, Joe Winfrey and his son Brantley Winfrey Tree Service, who helped me shape up my yard the last couple of days. Rich B, uh, I was kind of looking like a jungle, and um, had a few few wayward trees come crashing down. So a big shout-out to them. Did an awesome job. Winfrey Tree Service. Holly G. recommends them. Joe and son Brantley, 386-450-0941. Is
3: this like uh, Angie's List? It is. Over the radio? It's Holly's
2: List. (laughs) (laughs) And you know if you make that list. Whoa. Whoa.
3: That's big time. uh, How about a shout-out for the uh, the Asian uh, guys we were partying with last Wednesday? Now, come on.
2: Our friends from Taiwan. Wow, is this a trip? Yes. Um one of my <laughs> former uh former staffers was in town who now lives in Taiwan, Tony Coolidge, and uh he had a delegation here, so we had some fun, didn't we?
3: Those guys can party. Uh no, the funniest thing is uh, you got the Taiwanese contingent at the Opa restaurant there. Tavern
2: the, Opa. <laughs> the, Greek the Greek restaurant, restaurant down on I Drive. But we had we had a whole lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, don't forget we're giving our big FedEx Cup giveaway here at the Golf Insiders, courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort, uh, Conservatory Golf Package, valued at six hundred fifty bucks, two nights accommodations in an ocean view suite, and one round of golf for two on the newly renovated Conservatory Golf Course. This is a six hundred fifty dollar package. This is this is fun. You. We were just saying how great the ocean beautiful, course is. Beautiful,
3: beautiful spot.
2: And uh, you got to go check it out. It's one of the prettiest beaches in the whole state of Florida. Go to The the thegolfinsiders.com, thegolfinsiders.com, click on events, and you can uh, register there. And without further time wasted, we've got to go to Eastlake up in Atlanta and check in with Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. And hopefully, Bob, you have uh, dried out since the sunday the bmw championship saw you on tv you're looking a little uh little damp
1: little waterlogged yep uh no uh no hazard pay for me though unfortunately
2: (laughs) no hazard pay but we might point out that uh bob is a former evans scholar winner scholarship winner
1: yes uh long time ago um back before golf carts, I think it was, <laughs> but, uh, no, that, uh, you know, last, the BMW championship benefits the Evans scholars, uh, foundation. And that's uh, very uh, near and dear to me. Cause I was an Evans scholar at Indiana. Uh, I lived in Chicago growing up and caddied at a club for 10 years, starting at about age 12, all the way through college. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a great life experience, and um, and being able to get that scholarship, uh, which they give to caddies, which people have a hard time believing, is uh, is pretty neat. And uh, it's a great, it's a really really great program, um, and a great way to introduce people to golf, and and uh, and, and a lot of things. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, that's always that's always a great tournament that I enjoy going to.
2: And the and the, the beginning, the roots of his fantastic career. As a golf journalist,
3: yeah. What about your golf game? I mean, you know, usually when you're a caddy at that age, uh, Bob, you have a pretty decent golf game. What 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 happened? It (laughs) it doesn't translate (laughs) to most
2: of us. Oh, but it translates to all the great stuff that he that he does on ESPN.com for sure. And scholar, yes, indeed. So, uh, all right, what's a lot of press conferences going on up there today, Bob? Um, Of course, uh, Zach Johnson, just a. S- terrific win on on Monday uh you, you know do you, I think clearly the rains probably hurt some of the guys but uh you know and and in particular maybe Jim Furyk um right getting a you know because he was certainly certainly on a big momentum roll after that 59 but uh big win for Zach and tell us what's going on up there what's the buzz yeah
1: well you know it's hard to believe that it's the last it's the last tournament of the 2013 season. I mean, we we uh you know, I know we've got a lot of golf coming up afterward, but it's not part of this season anymore. That the, the PJ Tour is finally drawing a line in the sand and saying this is it. And uh you know, in a way I think that's uh you know, that's significant. It, it's it's kind of nice to have a season end. I realize Presidents Cup in 2 weeks and then the new season begins soon after that. Uh, but it's good to have this thing end. I think it used to be very awkward. I thought to have the tour championship and then have six, seven more tournaments count towards that same year. Uh, and of course, now it, it, at stake, you know, the ten million dollar bonus, uh, perhaps player of the year. Uh, the guys who got in here who weren't already exempt are are going to be in the first three majors next year. That was huge. And uh, and of course, uh, there's still a lot of talk about the about the Tiger uh, ruling the other day and and, and any potential fallout from that. So uh, the
2: commissioner, Tim Fincham, made some comments about us, about that. Uh, Bring us up to speed. Um, You know, Tiger mentioned in his press conference he thinks there should be a time limit. What's the the breakdown?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's a really tough issue. I mean, the rules of golf allow for outside uh, agencies, if you will, spectators, TV viewers, uh, non-competitors to bring information forward that they might have seen that could help administer the rules. And the rule book says that the officials are required to investigate. Uh, so that's a very, very difficult issue. I I do think there's something to be said, though, for wouldn't it be better if at the end of the day the scorecard is closed and that nothing else can happen. Uh, it does seem unfair to me. I mean, you can get penalty strokes added on. Uh, but that uh uh you know that you shouldn't have to risk um, uh, signing an incorrect scorecard when, in good faith, you signed it and thought everything was okay, and then something comes to light a day later uh I, at least in my opinion, I know some golf purists maybe don 't think that way a scorecard is sacred and and i and I get that, but um, you know the the bottom line is is if the guy gets the penalty strokes, uh, isn't that what we're after? If if the, if the penalty is brought to light and and he accepts that penalty, isn't that okay? I think I think that's what they're talking about here. I don't think they're trying to get rid of people calling in, um, you know, uh, from TV and, and such. I don't think they're trying to stop that, uh, but I do think that there, there's there's a, a strong movement to now let let's 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 cut this off at some point so that people don't get disqualified.
3: Yeah, the disqualification is a little harsh. Uh exactly what you said that when you you uh turn in your card, you've signed it and you in good faith believe that you've done everything correctly and then uh, have an uh, you know a chance for somebody to drop a bomb on you. Tough. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'm not so I don't necessarily have a problem with you know basically what happened to Tiger at the Masters, you know, he got the two strokes the next day and he wasn't disqualified because because um, the Masters felt that they were in error when they had information that they didn't bring to him before he signed his card. Now, ultimately, you know, there's, there's a lot of consternation over that. People thought he should have been disqualified, he signed the incorrect card. But ultimately, he took a bad drop, and it's a two-shot penalty. He would have got the two-shot penalty on the Friday had, had they told him about it. Isn't that what we want? I think that's the fair way to approach this uh and uh you know maybe they'll make do something about that I, I the usga and rna have been looking at that uh you know the the other dicey thing about this is 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 that the pj tour does not like to go against the rules of golf uh so you know unless the usga and rna do something different uh for them to enact their own rule they they would in theory be writing their own rule, which they've never done you know we went through that with the anchoring stuff the anchored putting so it is an interesting issue, and you know the whole thing, of course, because it was Tiger, it's magnified. Um, very, very unfortunate. I'm sure you guys saw the, you know, the, the replay of it, and, and you have to, it has to be in slow motion, high def, for you to see that ball move. And that's what we've gotten to now. That's what we've gotten to. It's hard to argue that Tiger should have seen that ball move in real time. I just don't buy that. Now, when you watch it on video, maybe then he should have admitted that, hey, yeah, something happened there. Uh, but to that point, it's hard to say that he should have known, and that's the whole crux of all this. How can you know? I mean, there's a, there's a video camera out there not even televising the tournament, and it shows up, and he gets dinged two strokes because of that, and if that sort of thing had come to light the next day, uh, you know, you run the risk of disqualification. That, that seems awfully tough
2: yeah way, way, way too harsh, I think, and especially let's face it at this level these you know these guys are and you know especially when you look at somebody like tiger woods in terms of uh, his integrity, the level that these guys are playing at it's it's not like they're trying to break the rules.
1: I don't think so at all um uh now of course, everything with tiger gets magnified uh you know there's a lot of there's been a lot of talk about how this whole thing affects him and You know, I I do wish Tiger, you know, and um, the circumstances were on Friday. He finished his round just about the same time Jim Furyk did. Nobody knew there was any rules issue at this point. He left without talking to the media. Nobody knew what had happened until later. Uh, He had a a full day to to contemplate what he was going to say. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I wish he had come out and said, hey, look, you know, I disagreed with the ruling at first. Uh, even after looking at it on video, it seems so hard for me to believe that that ball changed positions. Uh, but, you know, that's that's the referee, and we defer to him, and, and I signed my card, took the two-stroke penalty, and moved on. You know, I think that might have been a lot better for him uh, instead of some of the stuff he's having to deal with now.
2: Well, it's not the kind of stuff he likes. He doesn't like to be distracted, especially uh, at the big events, so...
3: You know, and you know there's a lot of people sitting at their uh in their, you know, on their couch with the rewind button going back and forth. Did that move? Did that move? Did he touch that? You know, did he ground his club? You know, there's a lot of that going on and it's got to be, you know, how many calls do they get on, you know, uh, per turn? A lot. Yeah, I'm sure they do.
1: They do get a few, a good number and and a lot of them are dismissed quickly, but there's always a few that they have to take a look at and they wonder about and they might ask the player about it, and we never hear about it. I mean, you know, especially in the big, you know, in the regular events where there's 144 or 156 guys, you know, the, these things crop up and it's not, they don't just put out a press release and tell us every time these things happen. Uh, obviously with Tiger, it's, it's, it's a big deal every time. And it is sort of amazing that it's happened to him three times this year when really not in his career before had there been any issues whatsoever. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate. It's, uh, Uh, He's such a polarizing figure that that some of these things turn into negatives when they really shouldn't. Uh, You know, I was at the one in Abu Dhabi, and I'm telling you, 95% of the people would have got that one wrong. Uh, An embedded ball in a sandy area. You know, in in the pro tours, they play embedded ball through the green, uh, which means they get a drop. And where he was was under this foliage uh, next to a sandy area. but. To his view, not in the sand, but when it's in the sand, even if it's not a hazard, you can't you can't pick it up. You have to play it or take an unplayable lie. Cost him two strokes, and he missed the cut. Now, a lot of people could have missed that. I don't think that's him not knowing the rules, or I think that's him not recognizing that that was a sandy area. That's tough. That's
3: more you know, of a local rule, also.
1: Dustin Johnson. I mean, Dustin Johnson didn't think he was in a bunker. It some straights, and there's a lot of people that say you, you're right. It didn't look like a bunker, you know. Exactly. So it's you know the rules are tough. There's 1,200 decisions in the rule book, and
2: uh, it's a big book uh, and it's a great book for the bathroom. Yep,
3: <laughs> it's a big headache. <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> All right, well let's let's talk about um, you know this this weekend. This is it. Thirty players on the line. There was uh, some some key movement. On Monday, Monday's finish, of course, because of the rain on Sunday at the BMW. Luke Donald, how about Luke squeaking in, moving from fifty-four to 29th ninth uh, in his home town of uh, Chicagoland, and Nick Watney from thirty-fourth to twelfth, huge move up the up the ladder, and Zach Johnson, of course, from twenty-seven to four. Uh, What, what, you know, give us your gut, Bob, who, you know, Adam Scott sounding so good in his press conference, sounding loose, just, you know, uh, having had such a great year talking about wearing his master's jacket in his hotel room. I mean, he just seems like he's got the mojo going. But, you know, who do you think here? I mean, my God, this is such a leaderboard looking down these top 30 guys.
1: Yeah, 22 of the top 30 in the world rankings. And, um, you know, it's interesting how the winner of the tour championship in the last couple of years has come from outside of the pack, uh, you know, players not in the top five, like Snedeker last year and Bill Haas the year before and Jim Furyk the year before that. And, and in all three cases, they won the tour championship and the FedEx Cup. Uh, the, per, the year before that, it was Tiger and Phil. Phil winning the tournament, Tiger winning the FedEx Cup. Uh, you know, there's a lot of scenarios, a lot of different different things that can happen where, you have one guy win both or or it's split. Uh you know, there's even a scenario which I actually don't think would be a good thing for the tour where Steve Stricker finishes second and wins the FedEx Cup, which means he wouldn't have won a tournament all year. Um, you know, I it's uh they've left there they've left themselves a little bit of room for discomfort if something like that were to happen. Um, you know, I, I, I wish they had a system where you just win the tournament and you win the FedEx Cup. But there are a lot of interesting scenarios and even Dustin Johnson who's uh number thirty, who's you know, the last guy in, there's a mathematical chance for him to win the FedEx Cup.
2: Well, um it's it's certainly there's there's so many <laughs> there's so many possibilities here. Uh as I said they've got a, a pretty good layout of all this on PG Tour com. I don't know if uh, any of of your brain trust has broken it down at espn.com but uh you know it, it's certainly going to be fun to watch um uh, minute by minute and um you know i who knows I, I i'm throwing a dart how about you who who do you see uh see with the FedEx Cup on Sunday bob
1: well i i picked tiger to win the tournament and if he does that then he would win the FedEx Cup as well pretty cut and dry there uh anybody in the top five who wins the tournament wins the fedex cup and uh you know obviously if somebody from outside the top five wins and tiger has a decent finish he's got a good chance to win the fedex cup as well but uh you know i i think i think more than anything he would like to just cap off the year with a win um and and kind of erase some doubt and i think he's got some motivation you know i think this rule thing bugs him uh you know uh uh, and he didn't he play did, as well yeah. as he
2: probably would have liked at BMW. So I I That's agree. Right. I
1: right. think it's he did not he. He and he had a really poor Deutsche Bank actually. So, you know I, I we'll see how he is. I mean uh, it's the course where he's played well, uh, he's won here. He's he's been up there a bunch of times. Uh, I think he's got three seconds at, at East Lake. So it's obviously a good course for him. And he, there's only 30 guys, so you kind of expect him to be in the in the mix.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's gonna it's it's gonna be a great weekend. Uh, I I love this finish, the top thirty, and um, it's it's you know proving to be great for golf. The way like you said, twenty two uh, out of the you know top top thirty, it's it's fantastic. And to finish it, uh, East Lake, the home track of uh, Hall of Famer Bobby Jones, it's it's gonna be a great great week. Thanks, Bob, so much as always. We appreciate it.
1: Very good. Take care, guys. Thank you.
2: You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We've got Mike Bender, Zach Johnson's swing coach from right here in Orlando coming up next. Stay with us. Are cleaning chores bogging you down and keeping you from playing more golf Green Team Cleaning provides worry free, 100% guaranteed customized cleaning services. We treat your home as if it was ours and customize your cleaning to your preferences. Green Team Cleaning provides one time cleanings for moving, weddings, and special events. We clean offices and businesses too. Golf is your passion and cleaning is ours. Call Green Team Cleaning 321 303 0037.
1: Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love
3: my muni, I think it's nice. It'd be good to just make a car.
2: We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. Just make some pars, Rich B. It's not going to be about pars this week and weekend.
3: I'll tell you, that Eastlake is a pretty tough golf course. And you know what? It's beautiful, and it's a beautiful time of year to be uh, in Atlanta.
2: And we are coming down to the wire here with the... Uh, The top 30 on the line for the big FedEx Cup.
3: Yeah, Dustin Johnson's 30, and he's got a chance to win. Right. Everybody else gets DQ'd, and he might have a chance to win. Anything's possible.
2: (laughs) Come on. It's the PGA Tour. However, Zach Johnson coming from 27th in the FedEx Cup rankings to 4th with his big win at the BMW Championship. I mean, it has been Uh, Just a great couple of months for Zach. Two-month stretch that saw the 10-time PGA Tour winner in contention over and over again, and he closed with a 65, and we're very, very fortunate to have on the line with us Mike Bender from the Mike Bender Golf Academy. How are you doing? Hey, Mike. Congratulations on the big win. You've been with Zach a long time as a team, and you've got to be thrilled with with the timing of this and his chances for the tour championship and the FedEx cup.
0: Yeah, he's really, you know, it's really been a great stretch of golf. A lot of top tens in a row, probably the most consistent golf of his, uh, PGA career, you know, stretch right here and leading, you know, making that, he made a nice birdie putt at the whole, at the, uh, the, at the, uh, FedEx cup last playoff, uh, tournament to get him into the president's cup. And then, you know, he just kept the momentum going and, He's really uh, really been playing well and making the putts coming down the stretch. That's the difference between winning and finishing the top 10. So fortunately at the BMW, he was able to do that.
2: Well, I love the story that um, his, his, was it his brother that got married? And uh, so they went for and played a, a couple of rounds at Conway Farms the week before. Uh, yeah, I so- mean,
0: what, you know, what are the chances of having his brother having a wedding in Chicago where he could kind of, at least, he, you know, he, didn't, he wasn't able to play the FedEx Cup tournament, but he, he was able to, um, you know, get a practice round in and just get a look at the golf course. I mean, I think that was a big advantage.
2: He, huge advantage. He talked in his press conference a little bit about, you know, he had some st- struggles earlier in the season with his driver. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, how how you've straightened that out and, and you know, he just seems to have that golden putting stroke back again. Uh, you well, know, tell us yeah, what you've been was, working on.
0: Yeah, I mean, what had happened? I mean, he got off to a really bad start this year, and you know, it was kind of, it was actually a little perplexing to all of us. And then he missed a cut in uh, over in Tampa, and he came over to my facility in in or in Lake Mary. And you know, I archive video, so I've had I have all of his swings from all the years. And so we decided to look at some prior swings in years past when he was really playing consistent. And it wasn't. It didn't take us but five minutes to see the big, big difference in the way he had gotten into a setup problem. He would started to get too close to the ball, and it was causing his takeaway to change. And so, and and it kind of happened subtly. So we really didn't, you know, we <clears throat> neither one of us really caught it until we were able to look at old footage. And once we got him in the right setup again, Wow it was like it was like a different person. It turned him right around, and he started playing and getting his confidence back.
2: Well, I've had the opportunity to see your the magnificent school and academy that you've built over in, in Lake Mary at uh, Magnolia Plantation. It is uh quite state of the art and um y- you've you've worked with Zach for a long time. Uh, how, you know, is there any special way you prepare uh, for the majors differently than from for other tournaments and you know at, at this stage is he just on cruise control coming into this this event?
0: Well, I think, I think one thing is that it's kind of good that the tournament ended on Monday because there's not really yet Tuesday and today, you know, to get ready for the tournament. So it's almost like a continuation of the last tournament. So I think that's going to be an advantage for him to keep the momentum going. And, you know, and really, you know, you talk about preparing for majors or to play better in this tournament. I mean, one of the things that you have to do is, you know, I always tell Zach and them, I said, if, if you could prepare for a major and play better in it, then why wouldn't you do that every week? You know, so really what happens is I think these guys tend to treat the major sometimes uh, more importantly, so they try too hard. And, you know, that's why I think guys like Phil Mickelson like to play the week before so that they can come into a major and kind of feel like it's just another tournament. And, um, you know, I think that's a big part of it, you know, from the mental side for sure.
2: Well, there's been a lot of conversation, especially, you know, the last few weeks about some of the guys who have cut back on their schedule this year. You know, Steve Stricker is one. Adam Scott was another who Adam saying, you know, he felt he was just playing too many tournaments and wasn't seeing the results. But Zach is someone that he just seems to play tournament after tournament. He's such a grinder. Uh, You know, what's your what's your feeling on that? Does it just depend on the player?
0: Well, it does a little bit for sure. And, you know, Zach is not an overly long hitter. So, you know, uh, picking his golf courses, the courses that suit his game. Uh, better uh, you know I think is is there's some of the strategy that we talk about every year and choosing his schedule and you know when the the schedules do move around and sometimes there's just a stretch of good golf tournaments or good good venues for Zach's game in a row so you know he might play three or four in a row just because of that fact so you know there's definitely uh, you know a planning that goes into where you play how much you play and things like that and for a lot of players playing less means that it means they're fresher and they're ready to go and they end up, you know, playing less tournaments, but they perform better in the ones that they do play.
2: How do you feel Eastlake sets up for Zach's game? Tough golf course.
0: Well, yeah. You know, they did some changes to the course. I mean, he shot 60 there in the third round several years ago, uh, which is, you know, he's the only player in PGA tour history to shoot 60 twice and, and uh, so he's played that golf course really, really well. But they did some changes. They made some length. Uh, that I think they changed the green, the grass on the green. So, but, you know, he, he won the Bell South Classic in Atlanta twice. He won the Masters in Georgia. He loves Georgia. So I like his chances this week. I like the momentum he has going. And, you know, with a hot putter, hot putters have a tendency to overrule you know, length and everything else. So if he can keep that going, I think you're going to see him right in the mix on Sunday.
2: I agree. Uh, I, I think he's, uh, he is on a roll, pun intended.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, Michael, tell all our listeners how they can uh, check out more about your golf Academy. We're so fortunate to have one of the best, best swing instructors in the country here. And, uh, how how if they're interested in coming out and working one one of your top instructors, uh, where where do they find out more information? Well,
0: I mean, just uh, we a uh, very simple mikebender.com and you can the uh, website. We have a great website that has all of our phone numbers, email address, all that. It has our programs on there, and uh, you know, even if you just want to come out and take a look at our academy, we've kind of kind of as you mentioned earlier, we've got a unique uh, golf academy with some pretty unique features to it, and. Yeah, we get a lot of comments about it all the time. So love to have everybody out and um and come check it out, check it out and see how they see how it looks.
2: Well, we're very fortunate. One of the best uh, instructors in in the country, Mike, right in our Rich backyard.
3: Bianco, uh, are you playing next week in the uh, North Florida uh, Championship?
0: You know, Rich, I, I wish I was. I've been you know I've been so busy uh, w- you know working at getting the academy organized for this this uh, upcoming season, and we have a full-time program with some top juniors. Uh, we have, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, well, several really good top juniors from around the world, and so I've been been too busy doing that, not working on my game enough, unfortunately, but hopefully I'm going to get back into playing some more here this winter.
2: Well, last question before we let you go, because I know you're also, uh, you've been a big supporter of the Space Coast Pro Golf Tour that's coming back here to uh, the Orlando area, and I know you used to play on, play on the Space Coast, Mike.
0: I did. I got my start there, and uh, you know I'm really excited about the Space Coast They're coming back. and And, uh, and Jeff and the, and the and the the organizers of the tour are going to do an amazing job. Um, they really understand what it takes to you know for these guys to work on their games and get better. And so I think they've really got. I think it's going to be a a great addition coming back to the Orlando area for a lot of these young aspiring pros.
2: Yeah, going to be really exciting. Well, Mike, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. I'm sure you've been very busy with media requests, and uh, we just want to give a big shout-out to Zach Johnson. We'll be, uh, we'll be rooting for him uh, this week. All
4: right. Thanks Mike so much Mike Bender Golf
2: me. Academy. Go to MikeBenderGolfAcademy.com or MikeBender.com for more information. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Todd Lewis coming up next. Stay with us.
0: Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well.
1: We're
2: back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the Fairways of I 4, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf golf talk in the house Holly G and Rich B. B. And don't forget, sign up. Sign up. For the big giveaway. Not too much time left. Huge giveaway. Huge.
3: And like us on Facebook.
2: the ballot box (laughs) for the big Hammock Beach
3: getaway. Vote early. Our FedEx
2: Cup getaway, courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort. Hey, this is a great deal. Two nights, ocean view. Free. Two rounds of golf. Free. Way fun.
3: Yeah, nice. Got to go on the uh, website and sign up.
2: Click on events, thegolfinsiders.com. All the information's there. $650 package. You can't beat it. And uh, I believe you have uh, up until the end of the year to take advantage of it. So it um, could be a fun little vacation. But without further ado, we must go to our favorite man out there in the field, up in Atlanta at East Lake, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Hey, guys, how are you? Excellent. First, uh, because I know we have to have a little equal time here, and we have not made mention of Suzanne Pedersen winning the Evian Championship, which also had some uh, weather issues, but a big win for her. She has just been hot as anything coming off the Solheim Cup, and Lydia Ko almost pulling off uh, the first major uh, as as an amateur. She is something.
4: Yeah, I mean, you should be surprised by Suzanne Patterson. She's a great athlete. I mean, she, she played well early in her career. She did go into a little bit of a valley uh, as far as expectations goes from maybe herself and definitely from people outside of herself. Uh, so so a good win, obviously. She's playing very, very well. Uh, Lydia Coe's story just continues to amaze me. I mean, she's given up over a million dollars in prize money to remain an amateur, not to mention endorsement deals she could probably have. I mean, for her to do what she's doing at the age of, of – 16 and it's just fantastic
2: it's mind-boggling yeah it is
4: my i mean you know what you watch her swing and it's not powerful it's not you know she it's just it's so rhythmic and slow and deliberate and you know as a guy who plays myself and a lot of other players as well they can learn a lot from her swing and how to approach the game
2: absolutely and maybe buy a pair of those glasses those eyeglasses. she is she is too cute just too cute Great, great for the game, and Lexi Thompson uh, having a good finish too. Finished uh, in third, um, and Stacy Lewis uh, tied for sixth. So thought she was in the hunt there, but uh, didn't have a very good, very good round on uh, Sunday, final round. But let's go to the, the tour championship, Todd, and give us uh, all the latest buzz coming out of the the press room today. A lot of a lot of press conferences.
4: Well, it was interesting. Tiger Woods did not uh, play Eastlake today in a practice round, nine holes or eighteen. Um, so he is not, or he will not rather, have a hole under his belt as far as the practice round goes this week prior to teeing it up for real tomorrow. He came today. We went to a, a sponsor's breakfast with some other prominent players in the field. Uh, had a meeting with Tim Fenton, a short meeting, and then met the media. Then went to the practice putting area and rolled some putts, hit some chips, got a little treatment. Then uh, jumped in his car and took off around 1220. Um, you know, he's had these back issues, but he. We didn't get an indication that his back is bothering him. Um, I talked to Joey LaCava and uh, his caddy, and he said the Tiger feels fine. But, you know, Tiger said he does feel very comfortable on this golf course, and, and he should. He's won here twice. He's finished second here four times. So as far as course knowledge, it shouldn't be a problem for him. We'll see how he feels tomorrow.
2: Well, you know, um, when we were together up at the PGA in Rochester, we, we both closed our eyes and <laughs> took the list <laughs> and, and, and threw a dart in terms of the winner for the PGA Championship. Uh, what, what's, what's your methodology for, for the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship, Todd?
4: Well the, the difference between here and the tour excuse me the PGA championship in Rochester is at 20% of the field here compared to the PGA championship only 30 guys. True. Uh so you know the, the odds of you picking a winner are better just by the numbers of people here. Um I mean I you got I guess you got to say Tiger because he feels so comfortable here but not by much. I mean Zach Johnson's playing really really well.
2: Yeah, it sure uh, is. What about
4: win, it's, what it's, about Kucher? I'd like
2: to see Kucher break through.
4: Well, I mean, I, it wouldn't be a breakthrough uh, for sure. Well, no, I but it.
2: I mean, I mean to you know to like just win you know win the big one. I mean, it's it's close. To, it's not a major, but you know it it would be huge for him.
4: Yes, I mean, it would be huge for him. I think it'd be bigger though, instead for either Adam Scott or Phil Mickelson to win, because if those one of those two guys win. In my opinion, they're going to be player of the year. They're, they'll have um How about wins. Justin Rose? Well, hang on, let me finish this. They'll have three wins and a major championship, and that will trump five wins uh, on the year for Tiger Woods. So Good I point. think they would be player of the year. Uh, Justin Rose, I mean, you can just run down a list. I mean, anybody here should should not be surprised. It should be a surprise, right? If anybody here wins, uh, but uh, well, I kind of like the way Zach is, is training right now, along with Henderson.
2: I love, I love, I love what they've done. This is just great for golf. It's just got us all hanging on the edge of our chairs. And uh, I'm going with Adam Scott, Rich B., Who are you picking?
3: I got Matt Kutcher. He's the local. Uh, he, he lives up there.
2: Well, local flavor. I I think uh, it's going to be a a great four days. And as always, the Golf Channel will keep us posted minute to minute. Thank you, Todd Lewis, so much, and your crew for all you do for golf. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. We're out of here. We love you, and we'll be back next week.